Hello listeners and welcome once again to PR Chatri podcast. Today we have with us a very special person in our show, a man who knows no fear. Ladies and gentlemen, meet the man who have recently won the Matrix Fight Night which was held at Dubai. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mr. Anthony Sim the Outlaw Boy. You know it's almost like a fairy tale story you know how a local lad from Nongpur a small town deprived of sophisticated resources driven by sheer will power went on to win a prestigious fight at a global stage so without wasting any time let's straight away talk to Mr Anthony Sim welcome to the show Mr Anthony and the first thing that our listeners would like to know from you is what inspires you to become an MMA fighter yeah first of all I want to give you a thanks like to invite me in your show yeah the thing which invite uh, which uh, inspired me being an MMA fighter is like you know uh, when I go back in my childhood days I've been struggling a lot like I've been so much into the sports and all like to be very honest i'm not good in the studies and all i have been trying in many sports so many sports like i have been trying like which sport would pace me off since so suddenly one of my friends introduced me mma before that i was into kickboxing and after doing kickboxing for 3 years and one of my friend introduced me mma why didn't you try this mma so yeah for 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 those days i was like okay let's try just for fun then after a year after two year passed like yeah i started realize like this thing this sport particular sport pace me off so since that day like i decided to do as a, to take as my profession this era i mean like this mixed martial art all right great yeah. great so uh do you still remember when was your first fight professional fight <clears throat> yeah my first pro debut was back on 2016 it was in calcutta uh, right. the organization was boom mma boom mma yeah all right it was in calcutta, calcutta. actually now calcutta is now known as kolkata nevertheless now moving on now the question that i want to ask you is you know why did you choose to be an mma fighter i mean you we have already have so many other sports so why didn't you opt out for cricket football or so on and so forth why mma yeah for me like personally i consider mma as my lifeline like you know it, it's mma is not just a sport for me personally mma is uh, it's that platform which give a particular human being you know to be on that position like for example it's really give you the responsibility mm-hmm. like uh, how to respect others when it comes outside how to behave how to do professionally like you know being being on like a pro fighter mm-hmm. like that's a good reason for me personally that's why i'm uh, that's why i choose this sport particular sport fine MMA. all right very good indeed now i mean uh, since you have started your mma fight in a very young age as you have mentioned so how was the uh, response from your family i mean were they supported supportive to to you in the beginning <coughs> yeah uh before start studying before going to my pro career yeah i have to i i have to go through this amateur stuff you know like before going to pro right. yeah back on 2014 when i started this mma and all mm-hmm. so for two years i have been training just alone me with my coach uh, after that suddenly i just got a call on 2015 mm-hmm. so i've been selected for this uh 
IMIF, it's uh, it's All Indian Mixed Martial Arts Federation. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by them in Mizoram. So uh, on the on those days, like my family, they, they didn't support me. In, to be very honest, in the sports and all, because as as you know, being Indian parents, like they didn't want their children to be injured or yeah. to see their children full of blood. Because yes. this is the toughest game. Like you know, you have to be, you have to surround it with blood. Sometimes you you need to break your arms and legs and all. Yeah. So. Because of that good reason, my parents they didn't they didn't allow me. So somehow I just hide it from them. Like I was not into MMA, I just hide it from, from them. I just lied to them. Like I was into kickboxing, I was into kickboxing, boxing, and all. Just showing them a soft game. Like you know, after then 2015, I just lied to my family that uh, yeah I'll be going Shillong my cousin birthday party. But they didn't know that I was I was I was in Mizoram for my amateur first debut amateur. Then after when I came back from there, like yeah, after I, I won my first amateur, mm-hmm. so after day after tomorrow they happened to see me in newspaper, like you know obviously they, they showered <laughs> me like you without our permission you just went like out of state and so on and so forth. From that day like okay fine we will support you but don't just sneak it out like this like you need to ask us first like yeah from that day I, I started getting my uh, family support and all now it's going good. All right. You mean you say now they are they are yeah they are fully supportive yeah right that's good to know that now uh, now let let's talk something about your your fights now uh, in your opinion you know what or who is your toughest opponent so far yeah for that to be very honest I haven't met yet the toughest the toughest opponent in my whole career uh, till so, now okay. but I would like to I would love to meet one of the baddest uh, opponent you know the strongest guy. To find me to compare with me, I would love it. All right. So I mean, so tell us something about you know the people they want to know of. You know, how what exactly is going through or how you feel the the moment you enter the cage. Like see, like uh, obviously everyone like you know before start starting yours, especially it comes. I don't know about other stuff, but when it's coming sports career, like obviously a bit nervous. It will be there on you, like. For me, being for me, like when I did my first amateur, first, second, third, till my five, five, fight, fight of amateur, I was a bit nervous when I get uh, when I entered the cage. Mm-hmm. So for now, t- it's normal. It's normal. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. Okay, full of confidence. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> All right. Now uh, the next question is, you know, uh, how do you take your wins and losses? Like, I mean, how how do you uh, feel when you win a match after a match? Obviously, like yeah. Before match, we we do have that like you know that the tense like we need to win this match like after you win the match we like the happiness goes double. Okay. So like you know being out of expectation like you know mm-hmm. obviously it'll be on that on that level like you can describe it how much happy you'll be on that very fine moment. All right. No words. No words. Yeah. No words. All right. Now uh, uh, let us uh, take the discussion to a, a little bit of serious uh, stuff in the sense that you know. Are you happy with the kind of support and recognition that you have been receiving from the government? Because given the fact that you know, uh, in, in Meghalaya, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the sports is still unrecognized, and you know, very less kind of uh, support is being provided from the government. So, how, what, what's your take on this? Yeah, for that, like till now, like I haven't received or get any support from government. I don't know like they don't know the sport maybe it's not government it's not recognized by government mm-hmm. so I don't blame the government to about this like you know they got a lot of things to do but yeah I would like to tell them like to uh, to like, to request them like to see a bit about this old sport and all for the development of our our state 
-hmm. like you, you know yeah not only in education yeah education is part too it's like important all this thing like yeah i think they should should support each and every sport Alright, I mean, you you, are, yeah, yeah. you want to appeal the government. Yeah. Not only MMA, like every right. sport, they should every support. Yeah, sport. as much as they can. Great, that's great. That's very true. Now, uh, now you know uh, you have you have been into this profession for a quite a long period of time, so you have achieved so many things, and and uh, you know so many titles have been have been awarded to you like you know the outlaw boy or you know the, the shillong gangster so how did it came out how, how did it started yeah the, for that yeah see being an mf mmf fighter when once you've been your pro pro level you need you need some unique name like we can say a cage name we used to say a cage right. name like people will remember remember you very easily okay. so for for that like uh, the, the reason i keep the outlaw boys i just want to represent my people from boy my people yeah from boy from megaya yeah. mm -hmm. so yeah after that the shillong gangster came like they keep the the promoter they keep by themselves right. just because of <laughs> looking at my appearance or my stuff uh, you know uh -huh. yeah, yeah my be my behavior yeah. also and so forth yeah mm -hmm. So which one you prefer more? I mean the outlaw boy or the Shillong gangster? Whatever people love to call me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is nothing, no fair. There is nothing there. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. The end. I represent them only. Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. You know. Uh, now, do you have any special persons you want to thank in your life? Now, don't be like Snoop Dogg. You know, I want to yeah. thank me and me. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> any any special person? Yeah, I, I would love it. Like. First of all, I just want to give a huge thanks to to my family, like every uh, each and every family of mine. They are very fully supportive, mm -hmm. and yeah, my coach, uh, Corey Marwin. Yeah, and yeah, there is one more coach. Like you can say, uh, you can uh, we used to call him Basun. He's a okay. kickboxing. He's a very senior uh, senior kickboxer from our staff in Megaya. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, through him, he was my first coach. After that, like, I shifted into MMA. So to right. these both people, yeah, I would like to thanks and each and everyone out there, my homeboys, everyone who supports me time to time. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. Uh, I I had an interview with one of your coach, Mr. Koros Marvin, and he did mention your name as one of his, you know, uh, outstanding students. Uh, so it's always good that you know you have so much of mutual respect and love for one another that's great now another you know thing that our listeners would love to know is that you know after being so so much you know successful in this life you know after getting all these limelights media coverage this and that so are you are you kind of getting offers for films or modelings yeah like yeah i've been getting offered in you know some music videos and all some films and all mm -hmm. but yeah to be very honest like i'm not into modeling or video or mu uh, film and all because mm -hmm. i'm being a fighter like i need to focus and concentrate on my stuff like right. i got very long way to go so i don't want to distract in between of my career okay. so yeah so no no plans for films no 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 focusing only on focusing only on my fight yeah i got a long right. way to go <laughs> Let's see in future. Let's see in future. Yeah. Okay, yeah, keeping the doors open afterwards. Yeah. But not not for now. Not for now. Not for now. All right. So now uh, your future plans. I mean your future schedule for fights, this and that. Yeah, like uh, actually, uh, uh, I, uh, I was supposed to fight in this uh, past month, like in March. 
Okay. March and two fire have uh, just gone just because of this lockdown. Lockdown, yes. yeah. Uh -huh. So for now, like, yeah, I'm practicing at home only, mm -hmm. just waiting for this lockdown. When lockdown will end up, like, I might got a call, I might move abroad for my next fight. Next fight. Yeah, which is already booked. Booked. Yep. In India, outside India. It's abroad. Abroad. Yeah. Which part of the world? I mean, can you tell like, us something about that? Probably we we uh the the place they didn't mention yet. Okay. Like it uh, it can be in Middle East or else in. UK side, you can't say. Okay, fine. So all the best for your future fights. So yeah, uh, any special mantra or message that you want to give to all the aspiring fighters who wants to become like you? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I want to mention that. Yeah, each and every fighter or everyone out there who dreams to become so and so fall on your dream, like someone want to be a, a, a good uh, writer or a singer, everyone out there, mm -hmm. like you know. You just chase your dream. You don't don't just give up. Don't just you know just stop on middle of it. You just go it like you can do it. Just believe on yourself, and that's what I want to say. All right. So uh, our listeners have my you know they, they they must be very happy to listen to this message from you. So uh, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, thank you, you know you for too, coming yeah. to the show, for giving your time, and uh, I wish all the best wishes to all your future fights. May you bring more glory and pride to the state. And thank you once again. So listeners, that's it for today's podcast. Today's episode ends here, and uh, we shall bring you more and more interesting uh, stories from the people who have, you know, done something remarkable things in your life. So for that, please do wait for the next episode of PR Chetri Podcast. Till then, thank you so much, Kublai Shibun, and Jai Hind.